And welcome to the Power of Singing podcast, which we hope will encourage you to take up singing or keep singing or at least listen to singing. Our panel is made up of the five members of the Santosha Voice Group, Heather Fetro, Joseph Garate, Joyce Wells, Rich McKinney, and myself, Susan Mohini-Kane. First introductions. We'll start with Heather Fetro, a professional classical soprano and teacher from the Washington, D.C. area who specializes in music by women composers and who is an active freelance soprano in the classical world. Welcome, Heather. Thanks, Susan. Great to be here. Awesome. Next, we have Joseph Garate, an excellent tenor and teacher who does many classical gigs all over Southern California and who's the lead singer and writer for the band Diamonds. Joseph writes deeply personal songs. Joseph is passionate about music for folks with special needs and is also a DJ. Welcome, Joseph. Thank you so much. Next, we have Joyce Wells, who is a beautiful singer and songwriter and vocal coach from upstate New York. After teaching music in elementary school for many years as well, she's turned her focus now to her program that she calls Enjoy Your Sound. Through this, she guides people to discover and connect with their unique voices for speaking and for singing. Welcome, Joyce. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I was very excited about this. Awesome. And next, Rich McKinney, who is a composer, a pianist, and a choral conductor from Missouri, the Show Me State, who uh, Rich used to be a beautiful singer himself before he lost his vocal cords to Agent Orange exposure in Vietnam. Rich has a YouTube channel and has posted close to a thousand piano pieces and is currently teaching composition and composing for local choirs. Welcome, Richard. Thank you very much. Glad to be here as well. Awesome. <clears throat> My name is Susan Mohini-Kane, and I'm a former opera singer and college professor turned singer-songwriter and teacher, both online and here in the Los Angeles area. I'm the founder of the Santosha Voice Group, LLC, which provides information, inspiration, and opportunities around singing that are eminently doable and accessible to all. Everyone in this group today believes that singing and the resulting music that we make is powerful and life-transforming, and we'd love for you to join in. Our topic for these first five podcasts is... The life-affirming, life-transforming, life-changing moments each of us has had in our own lives personally because of singing. Each of us will share our personal stories and then share a recording of ourselves singing a song that illustrates that story. Each of us also has a question for the others on the same topic, so we'll have a little informal discussion following each song. Joyce Wells will continue our exploration into the life-transforming power of singing with her story, song, and question entitled, The Power of Singing to Illuminate One's Inner World. Here is Joyce Wells. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I was very excited about this. I was thinking about life-transforming and the power of song and two things came to my mind. One is that I don't remember when I didn't sing. Um, and, I, and I understood as it, when I was very small that it had, as I said before, a connection for me and to my heart. But it also affected, it affected other people. Um, and I got caught up kind of as the years went by 
in, you know, thinking about, I mean, that was my identity. So it was like, okay, did people like me or not? Did they like my singing? And I kind of lost track of, you know, lost touch in some ways with just the freedom of singing just as a human thing to do, which I think all humans do, even if it's just in the shower. And as I got to be older, at one point um, I, I was singing, I was working, and a woman uh, got couldn't make one of her engagements, and she she called me and said she wanted me to sing a song for her in her place. And it was something I had not done before. I was normally singing more uh, smaller things, either by myself or in a small group. But this was going to be like in front of 5,000 people. And it was a song she had written with an orchestra. And and I said, I, I don't think I can do that. She said, you're the only one that I would trust to do it. So please do it. So I went there. And right before I went on stage, a 10-year-old girl came up to me and asked me how I was doing. I knew this little girl since she was a baby. And I told her that how I was feeling. And she said, oh, that feeling's going to go away. She said, just go out there and don't think anything about what they think of you. Only think about what you are giving to them. That's the only thing that matters. And it'll go away. And that moment from that 10-year-old girl who has now grown up to be, she's just releasing her latest album, Amazing Singer, that changed my whole relationship with with performing and with singing and with what my voice could do for other people and for the world. And, and in the same vein, I noticed that a lot of times people will have a response to my voice that I don't fully understand. And so I understand that it's something that we all have to share with each other when we sing, whether you're singing like, a lullaby to a baby or whether whatever it is that you're singing, if you're, if you're just speaking, even um, your voice is having an effect on other people. So I realized that that was something I needed to also take seriously, that there's something that comes through us through our voices that is always affecting other people. And so from there, I'm going to go to a song that I want to play for you that came into being and, and showed me this and kind of in the reverse. Um, and that is that I, some about 20 years ago, I was in a place where there were challenges in my life, quite challenging. This happens to all of us at different times. And I wasn't understanding why I wasn't able to feel the, the strength that I normally feel just, I was putting one foot in front of the other, but I didn't feel something that I couldn't quite put my finger on was there. And at that point, uh, a man came to me to ask for songwriting lessons. And he eventually became a student of mine, a vocal student as well. And I found myself feeling kind of attracted to him. He was a single guy and I'm also single. And I, over a period of time, I started feeling like, you know, I, I had some feelings for this man. And one day, it was such a visceral experience. I just, this chorus of this song came up out of my heart. And I literally felt 
like strength coming back into my limbs and into my body. And I was feeling my own love again is what I was feeling. And I understood then that my heart had been broken and that being in touch with being in touch with that love, feeling that love, letting myself feel that love would actually was actually healed my own heart. And I just broke out into song that didn't turn out. We ended up being friends, nothing more, but that moment was so informative to me. And I understood the power of that, which was, which was love. And so um, I'm going to play that song for you right now. It's meant many different things to different people over the years. Um, and you can see what it, means to you. It's called Beautiful Friend. Beautiful, beautiful friend. 
Awesome. Beautiful. Thank you so much. So over time, it's come to me to realize that it doesn't matter if I understand how it works, but the sound, just the very sound of my voice has some effect on people that can be beneficial to them. And so I've decided, like, I believe that's true for everyone. And my, my sort of my mission now for this later part of my life is to help anyone who wants to, to be more, more comfortable with that, that their voice is a power of, of good and um, nourishment to other people in their lives. Um, and so my question to my wonderful colleagues here today is, when did you discover that uh, your voice had the power to affect other people? Joseph has already spoken to it a bit, but if you could say something about that. For me, it's always been about harmony. And if I can hear a judge will of people singing, even if it's just in unison, I think when people are singing, they are happy, and you can't go to war when you're, when you're happy. You can't do that, I don't think. I just Beautiful. think it's the harmony uh, uh, that is in music that we can't eliminate. That is such an important thing to say any time, but especially right now. I'm going to write that down and think about it every day. You can't go to war when you're happy. Thank you so much for that. And the harmony inherent in, in all music. Well, I'll go ahead and say, um, uh, I feel that if you wanted to know how my singing affects other people, that my first answer was always, well, then you'll have to ask them, you know, because anytime I try and decide or predict what anybody is going to feel about something that I sing or do, I'm wrong. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I think something's not going to be very powerful and people will come to me up afterwards with tears in their eyes and say, I've changed their lives. And sometimes I think, oh, wow, this is going to be really powerful and like crickets, you know, so I really can't predict. I do know that I am affected by your beautiful song. And thank you for that song. I just, I've, I've, was singing along with it. And I realized, Oh, I better not do that. But um, it's such a great song and it affected me in a beautiful way. Um, and I hope I have a little sign up here um, that says, may my song awaken your love. So mm -hmm. I have a thing I wish for, but um, I don't know if it ever comes true because it's up to whoever else is listening. So thank you for that. <laughs> that is a beautiful, beautiful wish. Yeah, I love your your song too, Joyce, because it's it's you know it's so unafraid to really speak to the things that really matter, and I think that's one thing that um, when I think about how my voice affects people, I think just the the getting up and singing, you know, in front of people thing comes to mind too. As you shared your story, I was shy as a child. I don't think you would have ever pegged me for a diva. <laughs> I don't think people still do, but there's something about getting up in front of people 
um, that, you know, it, it does, it affects them, the, the courage that it takes and the coming, coming out and saying things that I, I can't remember who said this quote, but somebody said, you know, music speaks what, you know, words can't express, you know, mm-hmm. in the same way. And so I've always felt that about singing too. You can say more than maybe is even appropriate to say in our everyday context. And that's why I think it's so mm-hmm. important for so many people to have had that, you know, you may not never be able to say exactly how you feel for social niceties or et cetera, et cetera, but you can say it in your art. And that's very cool. And I, again, how that affects people, I think it just gives them more courage to be more authentic. Beautiful. Yeah. And I, I, I did, I did speak a lot about this, but I think to, to kind of, uh, um, piggyback on especially what Susan said is that, um, you know, there's actually plenty of people that, I mean, not, maybe not plenty, but there are some people who I think don't like my voice and it's, and it, and that can be a little bit, and, and you know, they don't tell me, but I can kind of tell, or you, you know, pe- people, we, sometimes we have a certain emotional intelligence <laughs> where we can kind of know, you know, and, and, and so, um, which is humbling and interesting. And it just sort of reminds you that you, you don't necessarily have control over what happens once it's out there. Right. And so, um, but, but so often, you know, also um, like, like she said, so often it's the times when I just think, okay, well, I'm just working today. I'm just working. I'm, you know, I have my church job or I'm going to play one of my, however many shows I'm going to play this year. And, and, and it's, it's a very kind of almost just, you know, workmanlike uh, process, and I don't think anything of it. And somebody will come up to me and and to talk to me for a half hour about what it was that I just did meant to them. And so those things are incredibly, uh, you know, humbling and and uh, gratifying. So, well, I think that's the the I love what each one of you said because I think that's the point I was hoping to make was that what it does is not it's not it's not us. <laughs> It's something that's bigger than us, which of course in in many ways is what art is all about. So, so that's the great part of it. It's like, it's like in those moments, it even, even shines out more, you know? So I love that you said that. And um, thank you very much, all of you for your answers. And I'm now going to pass it to Susan. Thank you so much, Joyce, for sharing your personal stories and your beautiful song and for leading this inspiring conversation. And thank you to all the panel members for your gems of wisdom. Our next episode will feature Rich McKinney. You are invited to join us for a live Q&A session following the release of each Power of Singing episode. See the links on this podcast information page or join our Power of Singing Facebook group for more details. We hope you can join us. And to misquote Leanne Womack, when you get the choice to sit it out or sing, we hope you sing. See you next time. Oh,
Oh,